You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. Ladies and gentlemen, you can flee the country, you can change our name, you can tell the Russians. It's not that we lied about the moon landing, it's just, you know, it was Mercury retrograde and, you know, things got, you know, misconstrued and you just misunderstood. But nothing, nothing will save you from the watch list. Hey, oh wow. Gosh, that, really that was resounding. <laughs> Boisterous. I love it. I love it. I don't know how we have so much energy, especially since I didn't really get much sleep last night and I've been working all day. <laughs> right? We just get excited to be here. Oh. Just so excited. So, um, yeah. So let's recap about um, we went to a lot of events recently. We had a lot of social interactions with the outside world. And that's a scary thing. Uh, <laughs> you went to Mopop. People. People. People, People are scary. Ma- you know, my dad always says the masses are asses. It's true. Your dad's full of very inspirational things, by the way. Someone jumps in, you jump out. <laughs> <laughs> out of the car. That's what we mean. Yeah, that's uh, whenever we would stop at a gas station, you know, my dad would go and pay for gas. At the time, you couldn't pay at the pump because I'm old. Um, and he would say, somebody hops in, you hop out. Meaning, like, I'm not going to, you know, have you abducted uh kind of thing so uh but yeah i told holly <laughs> once when i was going into the gas station she thought it was hilarious. you you said you actually said it a lot when i'm in your car did i never like when i'm driving but yeah you say it a lot you'll be like brb someone hops in you hop out and then you're like get out real quick well, <laughs> I think that <laughs> these things are instilled in you. Maybe you don't even realize you're saying them. Probably not, I guess. I don't remember the last time I said that. But then again, well, I don't really, I'm not in your car that much, though. So. That's true. And I've never said that when I'm and in your car. Maybe you're either. just protective of me. I don't know. I think you're the only one I've ever said that to. <laughs> Somebody hops in, you hop out. You won't be saying anymore because, you know, we've been training. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's right. So tell me. Someone hops in, you beat the fuck out of them. Someone hops in, you make them pay through the nose. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah, Holly's all buff and shit. But uh, <laughs> tell me about Mopop. Um, Mopop this year had a different vibe. Uh, it was it was good because it was organized a little bit differently. I felt like so the line to get in, it was very smooth. Um I, the first day, uh, got in like a regular person as far as use the regular line. And the years before, you kind of had to wait in line because they have a a metal detector or they have one metal detector, but they also have people checking your bags and such. I don't really bring that much anyways, but it just seemed like it was a lot more quick. The only thing that I didn't like was that... um, the police that were working for it because they had to have a lot of streets blocked off for this and have traffic um, instructed where to go. But the police didn't know where the parking structure was for regular people. And every time I went down another side street, they'd say, no, I guess you got to keep going, keep turning. Like, I guess. And you're just going in a circle. So then I had to end up having to park. Um, 
by Green Dot Stables. And that's, you know, I mean, it's not too far of a walk, but at the same time, and I'm not trying to say anything bad about Detroit, but I was by myself walking. I'm in a dress. Oh, yeah. And well, I'm parked, it, like, it, on a side any, street. And it's yeah. not really the greatest neighborhood over there. I mean. Let's get real. It's, not it's when you're going to go back to your car at night. It is dangerous. In any major metro city is dangerous, especially by yourself, at night. So. When you're tall, sexy, drinking water like Miss Holly <laughs> If I was in a, a group, I would have felt safer. Um, but, yeah. So, I, you know, I got a ride back from my boyfriend to my car, um, luckily, at night. So that was okay. But the second, and then the second day, he actually got me, because he was working for it. He does the art. And the second day, he actually got me a parking pass for the staff parking. And then I got... um access to back there so that was nice so i didn't have to park on the street so the logistics of it were a lot better than last year it's still the cops had no idea where to go it seemed like things were going a lot smoother the people who actually bought space there to sell their stuff were really happy um they said that they they sold a lot the bartenders who were working said that they made at least four hundred dollars or more a night damn uh so i feel like everybody who was there to sell their stuff or who went to attend, um, see the bands, like they liked that too. People were really happy with that. There was no issues, no fighting or anything. I didn't see any fights happen. I didn't see anyone get crazy and wild and do anything stupid because in the past years I've heard that people have actually jumped into the Detroit River. What the fuck? Yeah. And there's the current um Bobbin for Bodies. <laughs> there's like three or four people. But luckily the current kept them up against the wall and so they would be in one spot and go pretty far down but they'd still be close up against the wall you know close to land so the the police are going back and forth this whole time from pretty much the, the opening of uh, Mopop to the end with boats you know to watch and make sure not only I'm sure to see because there was quite a few boats around just having fun and probably they probably watch for people drinking and making making sure that they're not you know operating their boat intoxicated and doing the proper thing but i think that they're also just watching to make sure that no one jumps into the water and if they do that they're safe because that current is real and you can die oh yeah and then your feet are gonna wind up on the shores of vancouver (laughs) right with a perfectly unscathed Reebok attached to them. <laughs> Which I haven't heard anything else about that story, by the way. <laughs> it's just the feet, folks. That's all I'm saying. That's why it's weird. <laughs> it's just the feet. Um, How was uh, San Diego Comic-Con? It was really, really good. It was a learning experience. Because it was the first time SourcePoint Press uh, was able to table at San Diego Comic-Con. And um, we were very excited. We got an invite at the last minute. So we had three weeks to plan. It was not an ideal situation. A lot of things, unfortunately, were thrown together, you know, kind of slapdash because we had no choice. Um, 
But the cool thing was that Corey Nemec from Parker Lewis Can't Lose in Stargate, um, he stars in one of our um, films based on a graphic novel that Mr. David Hayes writes called Rotten Tail, um, which sees its theatrical release um, this upcoming Easter. So he was there signing. Super cool dude. Very personable. Um, that was a really good time. Um, I'm going to admit that sales were not what we expected. Because you expect, you know, you're on the largest comic stage in the world. People aren't there for comics, though. They're there for the Funkos, the exclusives, the posters, what have you. And some of them are just like, I'm not into comic books. But here you are at the biggest Comic-Con in the world. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. But I think that a lot of people are there because it's, you know, it's like supply and demand as far as there's not a lot of tickets. And it's like a lottery. And if you win, you feel just... Like the chosen one. Oh yeah, it's, so it's the thriller. They of it. don't exactly. It's like you don't have to even be exactly into it that fully, but you're like, oh, I got chosen. So, and not many people do, or a lot right. of people get rejected. You know, and because I, there's some people that still don't even know how big it is. Um, I ran into a guy who's really into comics, and he's like. Oh, do you still go to Comic Cons and do all that? I said, yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, which which one are you going to go to next? I said, uh, probably New York. You know, I, I would have liked to go to San Diego, but I'm trying to save some money too. And I mean, it is a hard con to get in as well. And uh, he he said, oh yeah, well that's on my bucket list. I'm going to go one year. And I'm like, well, just so you know, it is hard to get into. And he's like, oh really? Like how hard? I'm like, like winning the lottery hard. Yeah. <laughs> and he said. Really. It's like getting a gold. It's like Wonka's chocolate factory. Yeah. He said, what do you mean like winning the lottery? Like I said, it literally is like a lottery. You go online and you put in your information and then they tell you what day sales are. And you sit at your computer and you have to sit at your computer when sales start. And it gets uh, generated who who gets picked. And then if you get picked, you only get a time frame w- window to buy your tickets and if right. you're not quick enough then they go to someone else he's like really i said yeah so these people probably take the whole day off some of them you know like the real i don't i hate to say this negatively it's not meant to be negatively but the big nerds i'm sure were like oh yeah well to be honest if i wasn't a creator i would too because you have to take the whole day off because this is a whole day event getting in this internet lane for tickets i've done shit yeah. like that before um I said, unless you're on the pre-sale or you've been a prior year, then they give you a little bit more um, seniority as far as you're a little more important of getting the first pick of the tickets. Right. But still, that it goes really quickly. Yeah, it it really does. And, uh, And New York's like that almost a little bit, too. It is. It is like that. And the thing is, New York is not as big in square feet. Is it is bigger in attendance, and I will tell you the demographic is different in New York. People are there to buy books, uh, which is great. And I'm not saying anything about San Diego because I love San Diego. You guys, it's <laughs> the people are so chill. The weather is always perfect every time I've gone. I mean, it's never been muggy. Yeah, and if you it know. rains, it doesn't last long. Right. It's it's uh it's in the high 70s, early 80s, and it's. It's just, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place. And I do love San Diego. Um, But I will say this. This is a land of opportunity. If you are looking for opportunities, San Diego is where you want to be. And we did um, 
we did receive a lot of opportunities and uh and it was a very good con in that aspect so um despite that we may have taken a wash in sales this totally made up for it and we were happy to be there and i'm I'm so so happy and we will be there next year um so that really excites me so yeah that was uh seeing there girl so the reason i had opened with that russian statement was because about the moon landing was that i read and i know who the fuck paid for this they took a survey a survey asking russians do you believe the united states moon landing was fake and over 50% of them, I guess, said, yeah. My whole thing is, why, what? Who paid for this? Why did you, why did we fund that survey? And I don't know, that was all really strange to me. But the funniest thing at the Who end of the year, it? I don't know. I don't know. I actually, I read it on a Coast to Coast article. I thought it was really funny. And then it said, oh, bad news, guys. Only 3% of Russians believe flat earthers. I'm like, who is, why? What's her, like? I mean, it sound, might sound stupid for me, not knowing, but who started restarted the flat Earth comment? Oh, the whole movement. I don't know. All of a sudden, it was like we went from everybody's on the same page. Right. <laughs> the Earth is <laughs> is not flat, and now we've had a panel. Got this huge thing where everyone's like, "Nope, there is flat." Like, what we we going back in time right now? Right, because it's like we've had a panoramic. Why would you think it's panoramic flat? view, folks? We've been out there in space. We've seen that so, big ass ball just rotating. Um, what do you think happens? Like, where where's the end of the? <laughs> if it's right, flat, like fall? where's the edge? <laughs> it's crazy. It's like the Truman Show. You just run into a wall, like boom, <laughs> oop. Turn back around. It's the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Kylie, I mean, Kylie Jenner was like, the Earth is flat. Buy my lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what it is? It's, it's, it's internet, uh, how do you say? Almost like the same way that fear-mongering works. You know? You get one... I, I could give you ten things that would suggest that flat earthers are right. And even if I'm talking to a totally rational person, there might be one of those 10 on that list that they go, well, wait a minute, maybe. And then if they choose to jump down a rabbit hole with it, they can convince themselves that, yeah. And then it's like a game of telephone. They whisper to the other person, listen, it's all a lie. I think that um, you can make a lot of people believe things that are not true. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Thank you, Internet. (laughs) I mean, look at these people who didn't even commit, you know, most of them didn't even commit crimes, but are saying that they committed them because they were believed. <laughs> oh, yeah. The power of persuasion. Yeah. The, the, yeah the, uh, are you sure you didn't do it? And they're like, no. They'll start off like, no, I didn't do that. I'm like, well, maybe no, I did. what are you talking about? And they start and to question start like, themselves. Well, I don't know. I mean, I get I, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe that is right. Maybe I did do that. Yeah, I did do that. Mm-hmm. What time was it? And then they just come up with some crazy ass story. And you're like, "Yeah, but I thought you did that." <laughs> Isn't that so weird how that works? And they're trained for that. They are trained to get confessions out of people, out of innocent people. And that is such a weird art form. And I hate to call it an art form, but it really is. Mm-hmm. Like if you're good at that, holy shit! 
Uh, you are a mind surgeon, my friend. Um, speaking of which, when I was in San Diego, on an uh, electricity box uh, over by the train tracks, do you remember when we talked about on this show the man that everybody dreams about? Yeah. That sketch? The certain uh, appearance. Right. Everyone it, sees, this, sees the same face. Was it on there? Yeah. <laughs> it was a plastered poster. It was. It almost looked like a wanted poster. So it didn't say that. And uh, I, I said to my buddy Frank, I was like, oh, my God, that poster right there. And then I went to explain. I go, have you ever heard of the man that, you know, therapists have sketched and or one therapist sketched it in New York? And he he had taken it from a description of one of his patients saying, I keep dreaming about this man. He threw it up up in the internet or somebody saw it. I don't think he threw it up. I think somebody saw it on his desk and they said, I know that man. I've seen him on my dream too. And then that started this whole snowball. People around the world are like, I've dreamed about this man. And the one thing is he looks like a mixture of Andy Kaufman and the son of Sam. Mm-hmm. So that's really creepy. And I'm like, if that's really what God looks like and we're all made in his image, no. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Did it say anything on the poster? No. Hmm. It was very cryptic. Should, did you take a picture? No. We, Why did you not take a well, picture? Let's say. everybody sees them in his dreams anyways. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it's going to say. Uh, no, it was across the way. And of course, we're in season humanity. You know, uh, how, it is. You know how it is. People, hold up. Hang on. The man of my dreams. The man of my dreams is across <laughs> the tracks. Everybody! Stop! Uh, Wait, everyone, stop. The man of your dreams is across the tracks here. Speaking of the man of your dreams, uh, (laughs) there's we work out at Planet Fitness, and did you see the story about Planet Fitness? No. (laughs) Well, it's not the one that we work out at, but I'm just saying it because, you know, I thought it was funny. Um, (laughs) A man was charged because... uh, he walked into a Planet Fitness, and he proceeded to get stripped naked by the area where you have the mats and you um, exercise with the mats. Casey and I are familiar with this. It's like the ab area kind of. Yeah. Um, so he stripped down, and he proceeded to do yoga poses, like touching his toes. <laughs> <laughs> Butt naked. How old was he? Uh, how old is he? 34. So he's only one year older than us. <laughs> well, his wh- name is. Are there pictures? Like, what's it like? <laughs> no! 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 He looks like no. he looks like one of those photos that you'd see. Who? Uh, what's that guy's name that killed a bunch of people? Um, he, yeah, he looks like um uh, Charles Manson. Yeah, he does. He, he looks, looks like, like Charles Manson. He's a Charles Manson free balling motherfucker. At Planet Fitness. So he, no. he was... Um, Ten times. So he stripped naked, did yoga poses, and then... <laughs> this sounds like a joke, actually. A guy walks into <laughs> a Planet Fitness, he strips down naked and starts doing yoga poses. They call the police on him, and you know what he says? What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I I'm, can't I'm, even I'm, say it. I'm scrolling to it. I thought this was a judgment-free zone. Damn, girl. That's actually what he said. Oh, my God. <laughs> he pointed at the sign and he said, I thought this was a judgment-free zone. There's a dress code. <laughs> but doesn't it sound like a joke? 
It does. But that is actually really <laughs> funny. Because you know what? It, 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 okay. So in some respects, like after hearing that, I'm like, that's funny. And two, I don't like, I've always said this about Planet Fitness. I don't mind working out there. I like working out there. It's cheap. And uh, also, I mean, I don't like that they have labeled people who come in with, you know, gallon jugs of water who wear, you know, who who go there to the gym for the gains. They have labeled them lunkheads and said that they are not welcome. And then they turn around and they say, this is a judgment free zone. And I love that meme with Planet Fitness employees that says, uh, a judgment-free zone unless you're making those gains, in which case we will judge the fuck out of you. <laughs> I just love that he was like, pointing at the sign was like, thought this was a judgment-free zone. I guess he, as soon as he hit the door when he came in, he stripped down naked, and then he was walking back and forth <laughs> quite a few times, and then he proceeded to get into yoga poses after that. <laughs> and then... Uh, the police, they called the police and the police showed up and that's when he pointed at the sign and said, I thought this was a judgment-free zone. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's 34. This was in uh, New Hampshire. And his name is Eric Stagno. Um, he was, The gym was crowded. So I'm sure he was like, oh, this is the time now. You better work. No one's going to judge Cover me. girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope that song was playing. I, I, I want to so know. Too. I want to know like details. Like, uh, what no, song was runway. playing? I want. Yeah, I want to know that too. Gosh, what is the song that they play over and over at Planet Fitness? You they, they play be... a lot of like. Well, it depends on the day. Bruno Mars. Play, like, it was probably 80s, Bruno Mars. Play, I was like, they play a lot of. Uh... I got a condo in Manhattan. <laughs> Baby girl was happening. I could totally see that doing me opposed to that. You know, it's kind of like a sexy song. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You're like right. This might be it. the man of my dreams. <laughs> you could get over the Charles Manson thing, but you know, you you like mysterious guys, right? I'm still, I'm still. I can't help but I'm imagining this warrior pose, <laughs> just lunging forward, like I got a kind of women. <laughs> hey, the girl was having. He locks eyes with you. Jump you. in the Cadillac, girl. Let's put some house Jump on, on this Cadillac. You know what I'm talking about? Hey! It's a stick shift. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know how to drive a stick shift? <laughs> I can teach you how. You do now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he was released on a $1,000 bail, but he's due in court on September 21st. Um, Had he been in there before? Was he like a, or did he just join? <laughs> so many questions. It's like as soon as he hit the door. I, so I don't even think he scanned in. You don't even scan in. I want you this can imagine guy, if he I, scanned in like oh, I know. naked. <laughs> he's got <laughs> Sir. Uh, he's like uh, let me oh I can't find my keys. Um where where'd my my, my pass go? Tucked in his balls. <laughs> Just hanging. Saggy balls for a thirty four year old. I can't breathe. Um. <laughs> oh my God! I see. I want this guy in the show. I. I there's, you want? <laughs> there's so many more questions. I don't care if you show up naked. I want to know I if just, it was I like a questions. joke because, or maybe he was mad and he's like, "This ain't no judgment free zone. I'll show them." I wonder if he it was a dare, like he was paid money to do this, or or was he legitimately trying to make a statement? Or maybe because I, I can I can crazy. get behind that to a point. 
And then it's like, well, that's also when you're nude in public and people don't want that. That's also when, of, of course, it's a form of sexual harassment. <laughs> so, you know, I, I can't keep behind that. They said when the officers arrived, they found him there completely nude on his knees in a yoga type position. <laughs> uh, police captain Brett Morgan told the Boston Globe he walked into the gym, stripped down at the door, then proceeded to walk back and forth a couple times before settling in on the yoga mats. Before settling in on the yoga mats, he was, he was doing <laughs> before breaking in the yoga. Mats. He was doing on the he was doing the sundown on yourself pose. He's doing the downward dog, just like penis hitting to- that fl- fucking. <laughs> Matt, how much sanitizer do you need to use to get rid of the herpes on that mat? Oh, hell no. You just throw that mat away. It's done. <laughs> they lit it on fire outside. <laughs> oh, it's too funny. Oh, this guy's Ugh, not my Good thing hero. that wasn't LA Fitness. They would be like, we don't sanitize. Oh, I know. <laughs> like LA. Just put it back on the shelf. Like, I remember going to LA and I asked my friend, I go, where's the, the bottle of sanitizer? And she goes, oh, well, they just there's hand sanitizer on the wall and paper towel, but I'm like, so I'm supposed to use a hand sanitizer on the equipment? Like, that's okay, but that's not normal. And then I'm looking at all these sweat marks, all of these machines, and nobody gives a shit. I'm just like, that's so gross. <laughs> Slipping and sliding. <laughs> Can you imagine if the, the, <laughs> the naked man walked in there and grabs a mat? Those mats are heavy, man, at Planet Fitness, by the way. Anyways, uh, at least in the one. Oh, the Taylor, the Taylor one. Yeah. <laughs> he walks into the L.A. gym, grabs a mat, balls to the wall, balls to the mat this time. And, <laughs> you know, after where he leaves, or escorted out, I mean, <laughs> they just put it back without sanitizing it. Show me a picture of this guy again. <laughs> He does not look 34 either. He doesn't. I mean, he is a grizzly. He looks like Adams he was in a cave for like five years. No judgment zone. That is so funny, though. So he, he so was bailed out on freeze out. Oh, come on, guy. He looks, he almost looks like the lead singer of System of a Down. He kind of does. Wake up! Wake up! Shake up! You wanted to. You wanted to. I don't think you did. You did because you wanted to. Uh, oh, man, that would be awesome if that song was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Self-righteous. Oh, that's funny. Uh, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oops. I was going to send it to you, but I'm like, oh, I'll just surprise her. I'm so glad you did. That was a genuine reaction. <laughs> Good gravy, Lord. Uh, so yeah, I can't, uh, I can't get behind the uh, sexual harassment aspect, but I can get behind what he's trying to say, which I think is really funny. So, I overheard these people talking about conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> they were talking about PizzaGate. Have you ever heard of Pizzagate? Nope. Oh. I probably have, but... A, I don't really you know, know I mean. much about it, but... Then, I mean, I, I in and out heard what they were saying. 
But then they were talking about cheese pizza, and they're like, well, you know why it's called Pizzagate, right? I mean, cheese pizza, like child porn, because they don't ever say, they don't ever say uh, the names online like they wouldn't say child porn outright. They would either put it as CP or cheese pizza. What? That's how these people hide their child porn stuff. Like, <gasps> and I'm like, what? So it, <laughs> I'm like, that's sick. So I'm guessing that's what this Pizzagate thing is, kind of. These people who are in power. I have to look it up a little bit more. And I'm like, are we talking like, um, you know, sort of government and monarchy, people of power? I'm guessing. You know. Well, you know, I read all the time, like that story in Denmark about um, their governments supposedly taking children from these detention centers, juvenile detention centers, and stripping them down naked and hunting them for sport. Oh, yeah, we talked about that before. Right. So I, I would not be surprised if there was this whole slew, this Illuminatist kind of underground child porn thing going on like it wouldn't it's so sad and i hope it's not true but that at the same time it wouldn't surprise me in the least that they were disguising it as like i mean it it wouldn't surprise me if they were trying to disguise it by coming up with something obviously different than actually saying the you know like real name or whatever they're doing but how the hell did he know um this girl brought up Pizzagate, and then the guy's like, said that he was trying to, uh, he said that he had to do, or he was going to do a paper on um, Pizzagate or something. And then, but there wasn't enough information at that time. And then he, since he had done some research, that's how he knew what the term actually meant. And then they just were kept talking about cheese pizza and stuff like that, and and how these all things all tied in together. And uh, Jeremy's like, "Do you hear that? Do you hear that?" And I'm like, "What?" They're like, "He's like, they're talking about conspiracy theories over there." I know you. I know you have a show, and you're into that stuff. And I'm like sitting here thinking, I've never heard that. <laughs> I didn't really comment because I didn't know anything about it. That's because mm. this obviously a lot of this has been going on for years and years and years. And then you figure these children get older. And I have not read an article or heard any, um, you know, uh, how do you say I, I've never read anything or seen anything where they actually talk to these children as they get older or it, it doesn't come out. So it worries me what happens to these kids post-child porn. I mean, it worries me that's what's happening right now. Um, but, uh, you know, and a lot of them, like this is speculation, but they probably belong to these, you know, human trafficking rings. I was just going to say um, that... I think that when there is an adult situation and a child situation, um, they probably get in their heads and make them feel like this is okay. You can't uh, that or also that they should never speak. You know, 
and that no one would listen to them anyways. Right. I think that's how a lot of people control their victims is by mental power um, over them. And I believe that's how, um, you know, where we to uh, trafficking. Yeah. Uh, I I believe how that works. That's how that works too. Is by having mind control over them and making them feel like a certain way too. And I mean, I always thought that it was just people holding someone hostage, but someone was making. And me, sometimes it is. Right. Uh, but then there's also when I started watching those programs with the different cults and such, these men in the beginning, and it's not always men, I shouldn't say that, but a lot of times it is men in a position and they try to have um, sexual power over other people or women or men or whatever it may be, mostly women. They become pansexuals to an aggressive point to where it's like, I just want to fuck anything and everything because it gives me, makes well, me feel Well, they make them feel like... This is your home. This is safe. This is even better than the original home that you had. Because you're a broken person. That's usually what we like to pick is broken people who have low self-esteem and need someone in their life and don't have a lot of people. And they don't have a lot of people to run to and talk to anyways about this stuff and safety. So you target a certain particular, um, you know, someone in a certain mind state and when they're yeah so they can take advantage of them um there's different kinds of cults out there that do that and prey on them and start off seeming like oh this is a loving warm place you have a family here and then you feel like you have all these friends and then um, family members and then it starts turning more weird and weird but they probably make you feel like, well, this is safety. This is normal. Right. At least from what I've seen in these things. Um, Like the one right now that's going on, like I talked about before, is the guy who, I'm trying to remember his name now. But I think, what's her name? Um, Allison something or other. Um, she's an actress. She's still brainwashed by the guy that he's up. Uh, right now he's in court she's in court too uh, trying to fight their way out of this but he's the leader he brought her into this she supposedly is helping with his sex trafficking but she doesn't like to believe it's it is that because that's not what she was programmed to believe it is it was just i'm trying to get more members for this group well this guy is doing these things that are wrong this is the cult where they were having members tattoo their bodies, but it wasn't just like tattooing; it was branding with a hot iron, and by their groin area. So, like these women were having it like almost right by their vaginas with his initials oh my on gosh. them. So they have to be pinned down by the rest of the women that are part of this group, so that they can't move. And they take a hot iron and put it on their skin and hold it there for so long. What? Yeah. The hell. And then that means that you're initiated pretty much into it. Your cattle. And then um, according to one of the members, what they do to make you stay is so you don't back out. Once they get you to a certain point and you're at that point where you're going to get this tattoo and they know that you pretty much got you, 
they have all this information on you that they could blackmail you with. <clears throat> so tell us things about yourself that you would not tell anybody else. I want you to have a videotape. Like they ha- they have these videotapes that no one want want to see them doing certain things on or having these secrets because if they were to betray the cult and leave um even after the branding and everything like that, well then they threaten them with, well, we're going to release your tape or we're going to release all this information that you hold over, uh, all these bad things you've done or you've said or uh, we have naked photos of you that you gave us is uh, showing that you wouldn't back out. It was It's almost like, well, this is how you need to prove that you belong in our group is by give, trusting us and giving us the stuff and that you would never leave us. So, yeah, because now you're arming them with collateral. Yeah, so then... Um, these people are in a position where they believe that the, that the members are good or that the person who oversees them um, is a good person. And I don't know, agrees to do these things and then later on realizes, what the hell did I do? Right. Now, what what was the name of this cult? Um, let me see. Hold on. Um, like I said, the the case is going on right now. So now, I, like we talked about, you know, preying on certain a certain type of individual. Who seeks these people out? Is it the other women in the cult, or is it the leaders themselves? And how is this? the leader? He oversees things, and he kind of has like a silent part in it because. I don't think he wants everyone to know exactly what he's doing because he tries to say that he wasn't doing those things and he didn't know about these things. Mm. So then he hires, or doesn't hire exactly, he has these other people that he trusts. Well, because once you brainwash these people and they're really loyal to you and you know that you pretty much have them where you want, then you can trust, like this, um, like this Allison girl. Um, She... It's so brainwashed that he pretty much said, I need you to find more people for me. I need you to, us to spread our message. We're we're such a positive group and we do a lot of things good things for people. Right. And that's and the thing is I'm sure that they probably have done some positive things for people helping out because that's how they start. Yeah. And so like well I've seen all these yeah. Well, you might have seen these things, but it doesn't mean that the other things that they're doing are are not, you know, are good. Right. You you have to step outside of everything and realize um there's a lot of this that is just not normal and yeah you can do great things you can do wonderful things for your community without being branded with yeah. a cattle prod so Allison Mack is the actress that I was talking oh that's about. right that's her oh my god this was the cult she was a part of yeah because she apparently held down helped held down I can't talk help hold down one of the girls who actually. Betrayed the cult and told her story and said I had given naked pictures of myself. I had done all this. And for a long time, I held on to this because I didn't want all that released. Because she was trying to be an actress as well, I guess. And she said, but then it just got so bad, I'd rather stand up. And I mean, if they released all that stuff, then they release it. But uh, she said that she had her tattoo and she she actually was crying over it, saying that it was like the worst pain that she's ever experienced. She remembers Allison was one of the girls to help hold her down. And was like trying to trying to be nice though while she was talking to her, saying, 
this is beautiful. You you get to be part of this wonderful experience. Just think about that. As she's getting branded. Uh, um, whatever happened to that R. Kelly case? <laughs> he gets away with everything. That's what kills me. Because I haven't heard shit about that. Um, the... I can't even. I can never pronounce it. Is it Nexium? Nexium. Yes. Wrestling N X V or no N X I V M. That's how I pronounce it. I think it's like Nexium. So that's the call. And uh, she's in court right now. He's the leader. He's in court right now. I just, uh, <laughs> crazy. Um, I just looked up the R. Kelly, uh, sex cult things. I, I was, I, I totally forgot about that until, uh, until we were sitting here talking. Uh, but a, a week ago, uh, people had posted something. Uh, while there are many things R. Kelly admits to in his song, I admit he repeatedly denies, um, have, uh, the numerous allegations of sexual assault that have leveled against him throughout his career, including those relating to his alleged sex cult. On Monday morning, the 51-year-old R&B singer announced the release of the track, Today is the Day You've Been Waiting For, he captioned in the tweet, which contained a link to the 19-minute song. Come on, y'all. I admit, I, I done made mistakes, and I have some imperfect ways, Kelly sings at the beginning of the track, before asking, how are they gonna say, I don't respect these women when all I've done is represent Take my career and turn it upside down because you mad I've got some girlfriends. Said, I'm abusing these women. What the F? That's some bastard. Well, they bleeped it out. What the fuck? That's some bastard shit, he continued. They're brainwashed. Really? Kidnapped? Really? Can't eat? Really? Real talk. That shit sounds silly. Uh, what's the definition of sex? These are still lyrics. What's the definition of a cult? What's the definition of a sex slave? Kelly asked later in his song. Go to the dictionary, look it up, let me know. I'll be here waiting. <laughs> in 2017, BuzzFeed's uh, Jim DeRogatis uh, published a report outlining what has been called a sex cult populated by Kelly's female companions. Additionally, Kelly's former ex-girlfriends, Kitty Jones, Asante McGee, have spoken out against the alleged abuse by the singer's hand. His ex-wife, Andrea Kelly, has also claimed she endured six years of abuse from Kelly during their 13-year-long marriage. Reps for Kelly have denied all accusations made against the singer, previously telling people in a statement that he has a close friendships, close friendships with uh, a number of women who are strong, independent, happy, well cared for, and free to come and go as they please. We deny the many dark descriptions put forth by instigators and liars who have their own agenda for seeking profit and fame. All of the women targeted by the current media onslaught are legal adults of sound body and mind of their own free will. Law enforcement officials in Atlanta and Chicago previously have made wellness visits to check on the women in question if found everything to be safe and sound. And I admit Kelly also called out Spotify for removing him from all the official playlists. This is a 20-minute song. <laughs> so this has all just been saved up and he's like, I'm just going to ramble. <sighs> I'm trapped in the closet. <laughs> Oh man, because I got some girlfriends. <laughs> he says, and that's the thing is, it our Kelly fans are so hardcore. It's like 
it doesn't matter what he does. It's like, ah, oh, he's the greatest. He peed on a child. Folks. That's a little person. Consensual or not, <laughs> he peed on an underage girl. The fact remains, it's on tape. And I love that the boondocks really touched on that because everything they said was true. Was that it doesn't matter what R. Kelly does, fans are still like, but that's okay. That's okay because he's R. Kelly. <laughs> His music isn't that great. Let's get real. Especially by R&B standards. You know? <laughs> he's not, you know, he's not a legend. I would not consider him like in the ranks of Anita Baker. If you want to talk about real R&B. Not that I'm of a demographic to be talking about real R&B, but I'm trying to keep it real here. Or Kelly is trash. <laughs> right. Absolute trash, even though at work they play remix to Ignition and it makes me think of high school. So like, oh, beep, beep. Run into <laughs> bro. About to get adjusted. Um, so, yeah. Sex cults. Don't do it, kids. I think we've arrived at a break, huh? Yeah. All right. When we come back, um, we'll tell you about our sex cult. In a minute. Uh, we're talking about how we're going to see David Byrne next week. Oh, so excited. Hmm. Psycho killer. Guess que say. You know, at Mopop, they had a um, Third Man Records little truck. And they were spinning records there. You know what song they played? What? Big booty bitches. That's what. And guess. Come on, hoes. Ass and titties. Shit. My Nazi broke. Ass hoes. Broke. Ass hoes. (laughs) Goes, bitch, I'm rich. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're just making up lyrics now. No, that's in there. Is it really? Yeah. Look it up. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh! You gonna challenge me now? Um. All right. So, guys, guys, I know shit's crazy right now. I know a lot of you are hurting. A lot of you are in pain. A lot of you are very fucking confused about nah, what's going I go. on. I'm good. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Everyone except for Holly. Just kidding. <laughs> Everyone except for Holly. Uh, but guys, it's Mercury retrograde. And we got a blood moon going on, too. So this is... I'm going to talk about cosmic survival here, folks. So we're, let's talk about Mercury Retrograde. Okay. We, we talk about it all the time, but nobody seems to know what the hell it really is. Um, but due to the, the way the Earth's orbit interacts with those other planets um, that surround us, they... These planets appear as if they're moving backwards in the sky with respect to the Zodiac. Uh, So several times a year, it looks like Mercury's drunk and just slams that forward into reverse and is like kicking up mud all over your life. (laughs) When Mercury goes backwards, forget it. So during these times, you know, plans go awry, electronics are janky, they stop working, and there's so much miscommunication miscommunication um and so it it will make or break you and i do say make 
because it is a time of reflection. It's reflecting on the past and facing what is now in the present and saying, okay, do these things in my life, do they serve me? So it's a lot of Mercury grabbing you by the face and making you look at your own life. And those are bitter pills to swallow sometimes. Um, But uh, the insight is very powerful and it can be empowering. And sometimes we need to be broken down sometimes. So there is a a necessary call for Mercury retrograde. However, there are some that will say, well, you know, it's kind of like if you believe in uh, wives' tales, like uh, step on a crack, break your mother's back, or, you know, like, that's a horrible one. But like, see a penny, pick it up. All day long, you'll have good luck. And they're like, oh, I had good luck because I picked up a penny. Well, that's laws of attraction. Mm-hmm. You know, well, if you believe in Mercury retrograde, then of course everything's going to go bad for you because that's, you have that set intention in your mind that these are the way things are going to go. So you can make that argument too. But I've been through so many retrogrades that I'm just like, no, there's something to this. And it's not anything, and that's why they call it face. It's not, you know, always explainable, but I'm I'm going to go with that. Um, so how do you cosmically survive retrograde so you have to stay as flexible as possible don't stick to a strict plan or at least have backup plans um, because you will let yourself down and um, be prepared for people to be very impatient angry and just out of character and it's those times where you just have to shut up you bite your tongue you say okay Retrograde, I'm going to give you that one. You know, take no shit, but be patient. Be very patient. Um, So there's that. Holly, how do you survive Mercury retrograde? Uh, um, I don't know, because I have um, friends who believe that that's actually positive. Uh, outcome that it's actually a an a time for getting rid of the the negative in your life and these things although they seem bad sometimes things can seem bad and sad because it needs to push or purge things in our life that we don't need or make things come to the surface like a pimple uh, so yeah that, so that's that a good we, way of saying it so that we have to face them and realize that we need to either um make up make peace with these things or get rid of them or just come to terms with them so that's a good thing to keep in mind because really nothing really has too much power over us unless we let it and we really know deep down what our situations are um we already knew if we had issues there or not if there are issues and and if they are surfaced uh but if it has something to do with you know, losing jobs or money situation or um, or just having like bad luck because electronics and such. That's something, you know, that's different. Like today I, w- I ran too much power and my <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I had the microwave going, the the toaster going, a bunch, a bunch All of the power. things and then the <laughs> little things. I think the biggest thing is to uh, just laugh about it sometimes and then weigh out your what what is what is the big deal what is not that's a big thing 
I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of times ego has to come down and you have to say, okay, ego really comes into check during retrograde because it's a, it is a lot of weighing, like, what's really worth the fight? Really? Did they really mean it that way? Yeah. You know? Um, and um, I haven't really, like, like, I don't know. We haven't put the the number out there lately, so it's 248-579-5260. If you have any comments about retrograde, if you have any stories, how you cope, or just any fascinating facts about retrograde. Once again, that's Studio 3. It is 248-579-5260. Let's talk. Let's All right. Yes. How do you deal, Casey? I have to keep reminding myself every day because I am more sensitive during retrograde. And, like, you know, things are always, mis- you know, misinterpreted through text. So, and there was a, a moment where I did have a, a total miscommunication. And um, it, it was a moment of weakness where I'm like, I did not step back and say, you know what? That's probably not how it was meant. You know, put down the ego. Um, so it's just constantly reminding myself that yes, it is retrograde, and we will all get through it, and we will all float on. Okay, uh, <laughs> there is an end to retrograde, but I don't remember. Gosh, Holly, like years ago, I remember we were in your house, and I said, "When is this retrograde over?" Because things were just that bad. It was like, like, really, it's over. Well, yeah. It wasn't it was twenty twelve. It was so bad. Everybody had a horrible year that year, too. The effects were just like... It was the aftermath, and you're like, it's been over for two weeks. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Every That was a really bad year for a lot of people. I remember um, reading an article uh, on Yahoo about it, that there was somebody in the street destroying a 2012 sign with a bat saying, why did everybody have a horrible year? That was It was in March, I believe. That was one of the worst retrogrades ever. It was bad for our buddy James Skulsey, too. Um, Oh, gosh, I have to text him back, by the way. Gosh, I'm a horrible friend. Um, <laughs> we also have uh, a blood moon going on. And I don't, you know, you want to say that this has something to do with it because you want to believe, like, the full moon and, um, you know, has uh, effects over people. And uh, it's shown to have biological effects over women, which is crazy. So I wouldn't doubt that it would have metaphysical effects. But the blood moon, what is it? It's a total lunar eclipse. And the blood effect is caused by, um, it's a... Rayleigh, which is elect, excuse me, the elast- el- <laughs> what is wrong with me? The elastic scattering of light, <laughs> in this case from the sun. So, because the moon is in total shadow, some of the light from the sun goes through our atmosphere, sort of bends up and reflects at the moon, and of course, it looks red. Um, of course, this totally fired up a lot of apocalypse. Uh, uh, you know, brought some uh, prophets, false prophets out of the woodwork and people ranting and raving that the the end is nigh. And, um, you know, I'm not saying they're right or wrong, um, but, uh, you know, we've had blood moons before, folks. You know, so it's, it's nothing new, but, uh, you know, having both, is it, I think Mercury retrograde is bad enough on its own. I don't think the blood moon has anything else to do with it. It's not like a full moon. It's not, um, 
No. But people, you know, people get dramatic and they're just like, oh my God, it's Mercury retrograde and the full moon. That's why my life sucks. No. I mean, everything in life happens for a reason. Sometimes those reasons are because you're a total shithead. (laughs) (laughs) And let's get real. So I'm just keeping it real, folks. Keeping it real. (laughs) Just, I'm going to release my own 19 minute song. (laughs) You look Ran and Raven. (laughs) It's the remix to Perdition. Uh, mm-hmm. Anywho, yeah, cosmic survival, folks. We're all in this together. Please don't be so sensitive. It's not that serious. It's uh, it's really, really not. So, Holly, yeah, <laughs> I want to play this video for you, but I'm scared too. Why? I'm scared. It's gonna give you nightmares. Um, I'm scared now, <laughs> but I want to play it at the same time. What is it about? If you want me to shut it off. It's fine. What is it about? I feel like a man's going to jump out. And no, there's no screamers. I would never send you. That's one thing. That's such a dick move. I <sighs> My would friend never. did that. And I still can't. It scarred me so bad that I can <laughs> even remember playing it now. It was a video game. And it was like one you would have to intently was it like, like Wolf- concentrate on. Was it Wolfenstein 3D? Like were you bobbing and like, weaving through past walls? You had to and take then- this ball and, and, and you had to get it through <sighs> this maze. And you have levels, and um, the first level is like, okay, you got to make sure that it doesn't knock off. You got to like make sure it gets to the end. Well, and you have to like tilt it and stuff. Anyways, with the the mouse, so I get past level one. I'm actually getting pretty into it because it was pretty interesting. Then I get towards the end of level two. It's like ah, (laughs) and then it's like Blair Witch or not Blair Witch. Uh, exorcism chick. Oh yeah, it's, pops up on my yeah, screen. Good old Reagan. And my friend Jamie is the one who sent it to me. Oh, screw Jamie! I didn't know it was that guy. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm. And this was uh, when everybody used AOL Instant Messenger. And I'm like, Jamie, I'm going to kill you. Is that a robot? We're looking at a self-made robot singing about how she feels fantastic and she's moving in the living room. This video. Why? Made one of the creepiest videos on the internet. There's so much speculation about this video because you will see that (laughs) you'll see that in the clips the guy holding the camera will close in on the backyard for no reason and there's nothing there this started yeah this started a rumor that he's a serial killer and he made this robot and he hated the screams of his victims so made her to start singing and then he buried his victim in the backyard, and that's what he's Whoa, doing. Whoa, that scared me. She just laid down. They cut to a scene where she's in different clothing, and she, now she's laying on the floor. Oh, yeah, she's still, like, lady gagging out. Where, when, when does he uh, go into the backyard? It should be in here somewhere. Let me fast forward a little bit. Creepy. I hate freaking robots. Yeah, I'm like. Why uh, would anyone make a robot for the at home? Oh, here we go. 
Hey, zero Zen on the back for no reason. So this was uploaded. I, I watched because this this kind of made me lose sleep because I'm like, that's <laughs> fucked up. And just the notion of that that could How be did true. How find that? Oh, you know, we're watching YouTube, and you go to the weird part of YouTube. It's like ten creepiest videos on YouTube. I'm like, oh great, here we ten go. creepiest videos on YouTube. <laughs> what number was it? It was number one. Mm. No, 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 it was number two. I'm sorry. What was number one? Number one was I felt bad. It was um this trans. Uh, it was a transsexual um dwarfed person. Like when I say dwarf, like the limbs were way too short. Um, dancing. And it was sad. I'm like, this is, you guys should not, like, you know, whatever. But this made number two. And um, I actually did watch a video before I came here. And I hate to ruin the lure of it because the serial killer thing I was buying. Because I'm like, why is there just a random shot of, like, let's zero in on the backyard? (laughs) Especially when it looks like all the windows are either blacked out or it's nighttime. Right. And then they show the backyard during the day. Right. (laughs) It's like, what? So this guy did some major research about this video, and he debunked it. And he said, okay. So John Bellinger is the actual creator. He found out this is true, that he is the actual creator of the robot. He's not a serial killer. What the stip is that he found out after digging through the internet that this video right now is on creepy blog. That's the name of the account. He's like, I don't think that the creator would intentionally make a YouTube account called Creepy Blog. That was uploaded in, gosh, uh, 2016. Now, this was also uploaded in uh, years prior to that on a different YouTube channel. And it was not John Billinger. So he believes that, or he knows rather, he doesn't even have a YouTube account. So he digs a little deeper and he finds out that this guy made this robot. And gosh, I forget what the color is. I should have wrote that down. Um, I'm on the edge right now. What's going to happen? He had like a really crappy GeoCity site that he was selling music videos of her because he wanted to market her as like the singing robot. Like she would just go on tour. <laughs> and he was so... Stoked about this, and it cost him two grand to make this robot, by the way. Oh, jeez. And it's creepy as shit. And uh, all I'm thinking of is the, the animatronic band at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> is that what he was going One, for? Two, three, four. I feel fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> they played in a band, though. Give Chuck E. Cheese members credit. <laughs> It's like defending the monkeys. They were a real band. Um, So, but the the fact, the the creepy part was the zero in on the backyard for no reason. He believes that that was added, that someone in the creepy blog was like, ooh, I'm going to add that just to make it even creepier. He's like, or the guy thought it was really cool, like cinematography, (laughs) you know, like, ooh, this is part of the music video, this outdoorsiness. Which is could be true too, and this guy's probably a bumpkin. Um, I want, well, not that like, much of a bumpkin if he's making his own robots. I want there to be like a remix, like Dead Giveaway, <laughs> where they just like remix. The it's song a Dead and Giveaway. Like, that make this it to like a hip hop song. I, I love playing Dead Giveaway just to see Jess's reaction. 
Because she, <laughs> she always falls on the floor crying. Like she can't even handle how funny it is. Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. I love that. The My name got big testicles because he makes Schmidt robots every day. <laughs> what? You know, Kimmy Schmidt? Yeah. That mo- or TV show. Mm-hmm. I love that they use that as like the basis for creating the opening. You know the opening? Music? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's, um... <laughs> oh, man. I have a client that loves that show. <laughs> really good. Um, now I have it in my head. I feel fantastic. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Can you believe that this person really thought that this robot was going to go on tour? Here comes the man in black. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> nope, next is what's this robot's name? Ah, God. Uh, all right, now I gotta look that up. Here comes a, up next is Susie the Wonder Doll and <laughs> Will Smith singing together in the duet. I feel fantastic. Hi, hi, hi. I feel fantastic. <laughs> Gosh, what is her name? I like how 20. <laughs> 28,000 people dislike to this video. <laughs> Robots should not be allowed to sing. I think it's Anita. Anita? <laughs> I need a new job. <laughs> get off the stage. I feel fantastic. Sorry, I can't get it out of my head Why did he choose that song? I think he just made it up. He's like, one, two, three, four. I feel fantastic. This is going to be the new hit. I want to see this person who made this doll. Uh, scary. Okay. So, he has a LinkedIn? It could be. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I am the doll's manager. He's probably like, oh, crap. They're making all these robots now that are high tech. Like, what's her name? That moves the mouth and it looks realistic. I feel uh, fantastic robot. What the hell's her name? $2,000 gone down the drain. Tara the android. Tara? Tara? Yep. (laughs) Tara. Wait a minute. Is this her doing the splits? <laughs> oh my god. We just stepped into the video. I'm sorry. <laughs> this, this picture. Oh my god. <laughs> don't show me that. Why would you do that? I don't know. She had a still frame of this robot and it creeped me out. It's like so close up to the camera. Oh yeah, she is doing the splits. Oh my gosh. Let me see that real quick. Hang on. Go to the thir- the 13th floor dot TV and look up Tara the Android. <laughs> <laughs> Is she hooked up to cords? <laughs> this looks like a mixture of Michael she, Jackson and a robot. If she were to dance on stage, she can't go too far from the outlet. <laughs> I know. It looked like cords were coming out of her body. You, you're going to have to like charge her up. She had to be up. hooked up to the you know, outlet. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a, gosh, I, it's it's John Bergeron. My bad. I was gonna Where say, the fuck did I get Bellinger from? I was going to say, John Bell- Bellinger or 
Belger is my friend Courtney's husband. That's right. <laughs> that's where I got it from. I was like, well, that's weird. They got the same name pretty much. He Does created- he feel fantastic? Like, Did he create a robot and I didn't know him? According to what little information can be called from the site, Bergeron built Tara roughly $2,000 <laughs> worth of materials, allegedly including a dental training mannequin. With the ultimate goal of promoting her as the world's first Android music star, his plan was to take Tara's act on the road for live shows when certain hardware updates, that's in quotations, had been completed. Bergeron uh, never explained what those updates would be. Yeah, John Bergeron, back in 2003 and 2004, uh, John was trying to bootstrap the Android industry just as I have been trying to do. She is a bit primitive, but that is to be expected given the tiny budget available to John. In 2004, John made a music video of Tara singing. Some folks think it's creepy, but I think it's just a little spooky. Uh-huh. You, <laughs> can buy little spooky. you can buy this music video spooky. here for $11 in the U.S. and $19 outside the U.S. I currently have uh, no email address for John Bergeron. Um, you can see it for free on YouTube. I want her to team up with the guy who talks about Mountain Dew. What's this? Oh, um, Francis. Yeah. How's that song go go again? (laughs) I want my goddamn Mountain Dew. (laughs) I feel fantastic. Mountain Dew. (laughs) Do the do. I'm saving that photo, by the way. <laughs> I'm going to randomly start sending that to you. Oh, gosh. You're going like, to zoom in and be all creepy. Hey, like, girl. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, let me wait. Hold on. Let me see. Real quick. Oh, hold on. Don't take that picture <laughs> hold away. Hold on. I mean, it freaks me out. For... <sighs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> let me see. I'm sorry, Holly. She's trying to get over her fear. She's trying to face her fear right now of the still frame of this, this robot very, looking straight at her. This is very, scary to me. How do you have this in your house? First of all, it's not even like, it's not smiling, but it's not, it's like teeth are showing a little bit. Like <laughs> like a gnarl? It's gnarling? Like like a snarl. It's like, like scared, like it's being held hostage. <laughs> but also like it's going to kill you in your sleep. It's gonna and it's gonna loom over you in in your sleep. It's gonna go. I feel fantastic. I like that I'm staring at this and I'm also hearing your voice say that. <laughs> One day you just wake up and it's like hovering over. Ew, you. it is gnarled. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm tr- you know I'm trying to look for something. I'm trying to look like for. I didn't notice that. Before. I'm looking for spooky silhouettes in the window, like ghosts. Like I feel fantastic. Serial killers looking. At- what her face is lumpy too, the poor thing. <laughs> she's gonna like she's gonna be like hovering over someone and when they wake up she's like, I feel fantastic. Good morning. <laughs> you know how creepy that would be if you woke up and the robot like had walked into the room and hovered over you when you're sleeping is like <laughs> <laughs> like beating down at you like I hate you oh. but you made me <laughs> it's like a freaking scary movie waiting to happen right and then the government probes into it <laughs> and that's how they kill you make it look like an accident by a robot <laughs> the end uh. <laughs> I feel 
outfit? I can't get it out of my head. So maybe he was onto something. If he had a bigger budget, what? I have a feeling this would have taken off. Was she one hit wonder? She got to do one song? That's right. what I hit. Like, he just, just gave up. Let me download. Get uh... back on the horse, John. It scared me really bad. I thought the road I was going to walk in here. Just gave it. <laughs> I was like, oh, crap. Um, I'd rather hear, like, the chipmunk, you know. I feel fantastic. I'd rather hear the chipmunk album, Christmas album, played in her back. And her being like, I feel fantastic. Um, I, I Now i got to show this to Jess. <laughs> Hang on! So I'm scared of robots. Oh, robots. you're not scared of robots? Yeah, I'm scared of robots. Oh. They're gonna taking over the world and killing all of us. Haven't you seen all the movies? Oh, you're gonna love this. I feel like I feel like you're being sarcastic. She was, she was, I want to play something, but I don't want to scare you. But I want to play it. Here. I had to get your there reaction. You like I'm like, if you want me to turn it off, I will turn it off. Poor Jess doesn't feel good. It's like one of those things where it's like a I don't get scared easy. I mean, I well, unless I'm alone in the house and it's all dark and then I hear a sound, I'm like, what the fuck is that? What have you heard? I feel fantastic. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Oh, it's just some weird person singing in my I house. would grab a knife and run out there or jump out my window. No, I don't know. No, those my, are the two options. My phone isn't uh, getting to the internet now. Uh, creepy. Yeah. I've used all, I've used my fantastic privileges. <laughs> you only get three plays. There's got to be enough well, that's room what, on the internet for everybody else to look at this. Right now, you have to like buy the nineteen dollars music video. The nineteen dollars music video. Why nineteen dollars? That's so weird. They really charge nineteen dollars for a music video on YouTube. I don't know. She does the splits. Is it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> Here robot. we go. Here we go. Here we go, Jess. Robot doing the splits. The people listening to this are like, you guys just playing this man. How are robots that flexible? <laughs> <laughs> She's got a cord coming out of her. Hooked up to the wall. Yeah, she can't, she can't go too far. She gets really close. I'm fine. That's really creepy looking. <laughs> now later on, why there's... is she so pale? He couldn't have sprayed a tan. <laughs> <laughs> you want her to be the next J Lo? Yes, she's pasty. No, I just don't want her to look so murdery. Girl, so murdery. I feel like she'd look Zoom less murdery that, with a different her, sweater and a zoom tan. in on that face because I want her to see the clenched teeth. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, so there's random there's random zoom ins on the backyard later on. So it led to this whole thing where they said a serial killer made this video, and that the random zoom ins in the backyard he is a serial killer. Yeah, it's it's like you like know those those are robot. where his bodies are buried. But then somebody totally debunked the video and said, no, this guy was serious about making this robot. I mean, how do they know? They dig up his backyard? No, they found his original website. Uh And they found that that, uh, they speculate that that part was added because now it's been- Oh, someone like edited it and threw it in there to make it look more creepy? Right. Or- Which is really hard to do. Or this guy thought it was- Creepy looking robot lady. Right. 
or somebody thought that it was, you know, very cinemat, you know, it added cinematography to it. So, oh, um, but I mean, uh, yeah, he made that for two grand. He was going to take that thing on tour. On, on tour, yeah. Tour. For what? For what? Like a, a music tour, or just a tour around with those ugly ass mannequin robot? Sorry, guy, but she is creepy looking. If you happen to listen to this, <laughs> so yeah, the first time I watched that, it, it made me lose some sleep. Um, that's because she's really creepy. Yeah. And that then, was like straight out of a horror movie or something. Well, I'm going to show you this close-up shot that Holly almost shot me over. If she was armed, she would have shot me. Is it when she did the splits? Cause I, no, it's so... this. Oh, my God. Ah! <laughs> she's she's like, look at her teeth. Look at no, like, hey. look at her mouth. It's in like a snarl. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> That's so creepy. He spent two thousand dollars on a mannequin and could have paid for some like decent looking dentures. She's maybe a freaking smile. She's a dental mannequin. What? Yeah. How is that possible? I should you see that girl? I mean, part of that girl. Her mouth only opens like (laughs) (laughs) like an operate on a mouth you can barely get in. Quarter of an inch. Jeez. <laughs> oh, That's creepy. Creepy. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, are you going to have nightmares tonight, Holly? Oh, man. I'm an asshole cousin. I'm going to drive my car off the road here. <laughs> Shut up. Like, I'm like, up in the back like, yeah, I know. I, I always like Stop looking. at Taco Bell. <laughs> can, can fart, 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 fart. <laughs> Uh, no, I always look in my rear view mirror thinking that something can pop up like that. Like slowly pop up, yeah. I feel fantastic. <laughs> oh my God. I'd run on my car off the road on accident. I mean, partly because I want to kill her. Uh, then I'd probably kill myself in the process. Uh, if I seen her stand in the middle of the road singing all super loud and stuff, I would probably either run off the road or run her right. I'd probably run off the road. Because I'd be afraid if I like hit her, she'd just like, I don't know. I feel like one of those things where you have to take your own life in a flame to help society. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're a hero in the flame. Like, don't forget me! Yeah. I did this for all you people. She'd probably live, though. (laughs) She would, because it's a scary movie. She would be like, she would would, no crawl. No, she would No, no. No, 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 listen, listen. This is my movie! No, she (laughs) (laughs) She'd be. And then you see this huge flame up in the sky, like big. And then, like big. <laughs> and then you can tell, you can tell I'm dead. Sounds like but a then, keyboard dying. And then it's like, oh, she died too. Like, you know, Tara, the robot. But then, but then you see like a Terminator thing almost where it's just like walking. Like she's oh, she's dead. coming after you now. <laughs> no, I'm dead. Oh. She's coming she after you, you boo. Shut up. <laughs> I, I, I still, like, imagine her doing the splits away from the crash, like, scissoring. <laughs> She's doing hurdles. <laughs> I feel fantastic. Hurdling a 
over cars. <laughs> I wish. You should have designed her for her to win a scholarship. She's like in traffic. That'd be a boxer. She's going to win us a scholarship. She's going to make us proud. She's in traffic on 75, like hurdling over cars. <laughs> <laughs> Her master died, and now she's like wandering (laughs) alone. I can't breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Shit! I always can tell when it's good when you snort. (laughs) I'm still just. Like she, <laughs> I, just want, I want her to hurdle now. I'm like, I'm happy now that she does the splits. I mean, it was scary. I'm before happy was, because yeah. yeah, she's way less intimidating now. Picturing that, oh I mean, yeah, she, I didn't even she can go to splits. Saginaw Valley. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, yeah, because she's like, I'm free from my master, and she just hurdles over these cars <laughs> and not going traffic. Well, she's feeling very fantastic. Mm. <laughs> it's, you know that should be that should be a women's hygiene commercial like a fem- feminine product like Summer's Eve <laughs> her, like, her tampon still stays in after she hurdles rainbow sparks coming from her crotch <laughs> she's like still fresh and clean and my tampon stayed oh my God. after hurdling over cars <coughs> sorry guys no, that was- <laughs> I feel fantastic. Uh, okay, so <laughs> let, let's resurrect this guy. Let's get in touch with him. And be like, listen, you better bring that bitch up from the basement because we have. Can you a bring a robot idea. in the studio? No, <laughs> Hollywood die. No, no, Hollywood murder it. <laughs> if I like, we have a special guest, and I hear her out in the lobby, like, <laughs> I'm fantastic. I'm like, I'm she, making a special ah! entrance. I would, I would make it out of so building. We would lock the door. Uh, dives so, through the window. You, you, we would lock the door of the studio, and then she just kind of rises oh, up next to me, like, no. I'm <laughs> probably do a roundhouse hey. kick. <laughs> like that would be my instinct. Like, She'd grab like the mic as a weapon, quick. just start beating her to death. <laughs> you will die. I. That is something. That I makes feel me very fantastic. Anxious. I just. Uh, I get into, you know, fight or flight mode around ro- robots. <laughs> that's her hurdling over cars. <laughs> See, that's not so scary. <laughs> Wait till she hurdles over your car. Like, or a clown. Yeah. Like it. Why are we adding to this nightmare fuel? You're adding know. putting oxygen to the flames, my friend. You're making it so much worse. She's being she's be chased by clowns. It's like... It's like <laughs> Are you Woody Woodpecker? <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't like her. I mean, I get freaked out by little things, though. I mean, she is a truly creepy robot. She sings all murdery and looks all murdery, and her girl's all jacked up. And her girl's all jacked up. <laughs> I'm right new today. Tell you that my. <laughs> My robot grill is messed up. <laughs> uh, the scholarship robot. That I thought at been. first you said that he, he looked up the um, maker of that and that actually 
he was trying to sell those things. I'm glad that <laughs> it wasn't that. I'm glad that it was just he made it for two thousand dollars and he was trying to take it on tour. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean take it on tour? He was trying to get her a career in singing. Yeah, he was gonna to make this robot. Tour. He was gonna take it on tour. It's robot. What? Well, and she got one song. I feel fantastic. Encore. <laughs> then she, she had like she had you know be- wires coming from her ass, so she couldn't like leave the outlet. So how is she gonna dance? <laughs> it is R. Kelly's 19 minute song. I feel fantastic. I mean, I feel fantastic. Get this girl on this track. She's just doing splits. the girl, the robot that does splits with the messed up girl. <laughs> you know yeah. that one, the fantastic one. <laughs> In the I background, feel- on like the screen when they play video, it's just like the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> it's R. Kelly superimposed in the backyard. Like it's R. Kelly to sell sex cult. Then he pees on her. Oh, yeah, then he pees, then like, he pees on the robot. She malfunctions. He pees on the robot and she malfunctions like spark, spark. <laughs> that's he, yeah, that's how the show ends. Bravo! Yeah! <laughs> well, we can't Encore! do it again because he pissed on her. Encore. Well, I don't know if that's Encore, like him keep peeing on her or. Her. <laughs> Sorry, I just have it. Encore! <laughs> so funny. Um. <laughs> oh, yes. you guys are too funny. I'm so glad oh, no. you guys are. You guys are too funny. Oh. You guys make me feel fantastic. <laughs> I just want like that bitch is creepy. I just imagine the guy like <sighs> slaving away at his desk. <sighs> what is the next line in this song? <laughs> <laughs> I need this to be like a big hit. She's gonna be a one hit wonder. We need to really work on this. Well, he has to ask about why does she feel fantastic? There's absolutely no reason for her to feel fantastic. She has wires coming out of her butt. She's plugged into a wall. Is this like he had his own video camera just sitting around? Or did he spend even more money on that? Or did he hire somebody? It, you know, it's one of those 1995 ho- for home videos only cassette <laughs> video cameras. Yeah, sure. This is total VHS. I'm trying to see like she would if she were a real person. So she got these gnarled up teasers. Oh, you gotta make beaver teeth. Beaver teeth. <laughs> you ever see a beaver do that? Of course you're How are you doing? You can't talk when you can't open your mouth. <laughs> Unless you're like a really good ventriloquist. Hello. Hello. <laughs> That's the plot no, twist. It's actually good. his voice. <laughs> well, it probably is. I mean, he's... Jeff Dunham, where are you? Yeah. I was actually about to say Jeff Foxworthy on accent. <laughs> she might be a redneck. Look at that grill. <laughs> you don't know y'all redneck when I feel fantastic. Hi, hi, um, hi. <laughs> That was fantastic. I didn't mean to do that, but that really was fantastic. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you are so welcome. I feel fantastic. Um, So retrograde, I mean, it uh, it doesn't have everybody feeling fantastic, but, uh, you know, you will survive. What, two more weeks? Yeah, and then there's always the aftermath. So, guys, just just I want to watch your wrap step. it up. What do you mean the aftermath? Be safe. 
It's whatever like the lasting effects. Right. It's uh. like, the, you know. She goes, what do you mean? I didn't sign up for that. <laughs> that wasn't in the contract. You just want to go into a part. coma for four weeks. What is it? Four weeks long? Uh, three or four, I think. Yeah. yeah. I could use some rest. But <laughs> it does, you know, just take retrograde by the horn and say, okay, this is where I'm at. These are the things that no longer serve me. And I'm going to cleanse my being. And I am going to rise like the phoenix. Casey's got her hands all up in the air. On the like, Yes. I'm talking about it's not like myself. you have a choice, so just do it. You know? Positive thinking. Not. Fantastic. Not. <laughs> how? But when? Or not when, but how? Are you roboting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do a positive thing over here. Okay. It's not how, but when it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> Dusting tat. Oh gosh. You can do what you set your mind to. You can do it, put your back into it. <laughs> you can do it, put your ass into it. <laughs> okay, now you sounded Asian. I sounded like I'm from Soviet Russia. I thought Arnold came out. He's like, You can do it, put your back into it. I just sound like Mexican. You can do it. Casey's very deep in thought about Yeah, I am. <laughs> what are you pondering? Uh I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to figure out Thanks. what I'm pondering. Is Thanks. what my, my problem is. Um just why does she feel fantastic? I don't know. I'm really curious. Is he cleaner about that. with fantastic? <laughs> what? <laughs> the the definitely is fantastic with fantastic. Wand. Holly. Yeah, you're always going to you're always going to fucking <laughs> well, He probably fucks you the know robot. What? Of course he fucks the robot. It's That's a robot. Right. He made a robot. Uh, oh, a lady oh, robot. See, I'm all staticky. Uh, Come on, every time boring. they talk about a robot, and let's get real. Anytime a robot <laughs> Anytime a robot is brought banging. up, it's always sex talked into it. Banging. Like um when I was listening to the NPR special and they were talking about the um, robots. Yeah, they were talking about the robots, the future of the robots. And they, um, the guy who is a professor of robotics um, at one of the schools not too far from here, um, one of the colleges, he was saying, you know, I think I talked about on here before, um, like I said, the future of robots and how they're going to take care of the elderly and um so that people don't have to put them in homes and that they're going to take care of them in their own home and you can call and check on your uh, family members and then they'll d- tell you how they are. But then he also slipped in, oh, well, they can also be sexual companions to that person too. Like, it's always got to be about what? sex. Everybody wants to get go, off. Why Everybody don't you got to go slide off. your penis in that? You know? Like, why couldn't you just what leave it, it? Yeah, what if it short circuits <laughs> and then you, your penis is on fire? Like, how do you clean them out? <laughs> I mean, get them clean truly out? cleaned out. Right. Seriously. It's our robot douche kit. <laughs> <laughs> the robot douche bag. Robo- She's like, I'm, robo- so high, dude. I'm so high tech, I know how to no, take no, care no, of my no, own no, shit. No, 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 no. listen, listen. Robo douche. This is the feminine product that no. we advertise for Tara the Android. She's she going to market fantastic. this. She feels fantastic because she's using the robo douche. And that's why she's hurtling 
that over these sense. cars because now she can compete. Very clean Did vagina. robot ever right. feel down and out? <laughs> robo douche. Has it not, is it not working properly? Has it not been in the mood in a while? <laughs> <laughs> robo douche. I feel fantastic. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 Robo douche. What is that? <laughs> Can we put that in at the end? <laughs> I feel fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it'll slip in there with the you know bad editing or something. Um, <clears throat> just leave that in. <clears throat> Oh, man. I can't. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, shoot. So we got three minutes. Uh, uh, crying. Guys, don't steal a tear of the Android idea. No, I think this is a million dollar idea. <laughs> John Bergeron needs to get to the basement and dig that bitch up. We got money to make. It puts the lotion on its robot skin. <laughs> Or else it gets the douche again. <laughs> yeah. She's like... <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's why she's got that look on her face. Oh. Cool. <laughs> cute! Oh, oh, God. Boy. So, Tear of the Android. Look it up. <clears throat> Creepy video. <clears throat> it's funny. It's it's and I think now that we've had a laugh about it, you guys will laugh about it too. There's two kinds of people up. in the world: <clears throat> people who like robots and people who don't. I don't know <laughs> anyone who likes them. Well, that's good. I mean, the people that engineer them—it's like they don't. You've never like seen them. a James Cameron film ever. <laughs> okay. Why are people always right. like? I'm gonna build a robot. Why? No, you veto that idea right now. I want to be famous. You quit drinking. You quit drinking. <laughs> Put down the booze. Put down that. Put down the booze. <laughs> you ain't making want, no robot jumping hurt. Robot. We don't need another robot. I walk away for two seconds. You want to make a robot? No, not me. Do oh, you want to build a robot? Can you imagine? I've scared a robot, so I'm going to make one. I want face, to get over my fear. Face I your mean, fears, Holly. But then I'm going to be surrounded by a bunch of robots, and then I'll be hostage. <laughs> don't you feel fantastic? And they're going to be like, it puts the lotion on its skin. Ew. No, I'm going to have nightmares about this. <laughs> I got so many good movie ideas. It's not even funny. <laughs> so long as she is, I, I just asked one thing, doing the splits away from the crash, like scissoring the earth. I have to see this. I, hey, hey, One hey. woman. <laughs> Technology motivated. Seize the future of robots. Get it. End up. Becoming her own demise. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. All right. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock, guys. Uh, Thanks for joining us. It's dance. been a hell of a time. Robo douche for life. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag robo douche. For hey, life. hey, hey. Hashtag hey, hey, hey. Uh, we hope you all have a fantastic evening. Fantastic. Oh, you're the count now. Oh. One, two, fantastic. Ah, 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 ah. One, two, three, four. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Casey Pierce. I'm Holly. I'm Jess. <laughs>